0: Hi guys, welcome to the Word of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16, we'll read from the Passion Translation TPT. Let the Word of Christ live in you richly, flooding you with all wisdom, Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another with the psalms and with festive praises and with prophetic songs given to you spontaneously by the Spirit. So sing to God with all your heart. I'll take it again. Let the word of Christ live in you richly, flooding you with all wisdom. Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another with the psalms and with the festive praises and with prophetic songs given to you spontaneously by the Spirit, so sing to God with all your hearts. Let the Word of God allow it, make room for it, permit it to make its residence in us not transiently like a visiting stranger, but permanently. The Word of God has creative power. The Bible makes us understand that the heavens and earth were framed by the Word of God, and this Word is life. Like Jesus described in John 6, saying, The words He speaks are spirit and life, so there is great value in the Word of God. We're now going to look at different illustrations of the Word. Number one, the Word as scriptures. We ought to make effort to commit scriptures to our heart. All scripture is given by inspiration and is profitable. So when we commit God's Word to our heart, we're paying attention to something that has the power to bring profit to our spirits, soul, and body. Therefore, we can't go at a loss. Just like we have a meal plan, we ought to have a planned approach to the Word of God. The entire Bible began with this statement, In the beginning, God. This should be our motto, as it has been my motto lately. Put God first. Give Him first place in your heart. First place in your year, month, and your every day. Waking up recognizing that it wasn't your alarm bell that woke you up but God. Alarms don't wake who God hasn't given life. If you are in doubt, try taking an alarm to the cemetery and see how many people wake up. Start your day with the word of God and prayer. Singing psalms and spiritual songs making joyous melodies in your heart. And giving glory to God, for this sets your day right and keeps you in the right path. Don't procrastinate reading God's Word. Start by doing little by little, but be consistent. The second thing we're going to look at is the Word of God is light. As we engage with it, we get illumination in our path and know where we ought to go. Scripture says the Word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Hence, the Word is useful for instructing us both for immediate and long-term decisions. Just like a car headlamp has dim and full light for different situations, so the Word can help us understand what is happening now and what will be in the future. May I remind you that when light shines there is no announcement that needs to be made for darkness to disappear. It is an automatic reaction. You may be asking what signifies darkness in life. Well, I'll give you a brief list. It includes gloom, unhappiness, sadness, persistent anxiety, feeling worthless, feeling useless, suicidal thoughts. And suicide itself, these all emanate from darkness. And when the light of God shines on an individual through his word, these are changed for good. The kingdom of Christ is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Joy is not happiness. They are incomparable. Let me just shed some more light about that before we move ahead. Joy is a state and fruit of the Holy Spirit and is unaffected by external events while happiness is a reaction to a physical stimuli. You can change your narrative by the attention and intention you have towards God's Word. I'll take that again. You can change your narrative by the attention and the intention you have towards God's Word. A verse again says, Let the word of Christ live in you richly, flooding you with all wisdom. Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another with the Psalms and with festive praises and with prophetic songs given to you spontaneously by the Spirit. So sing to God with all your hearts. We are admonished to make sufficient room for the word of God to take residence in us. What do we mean when God's word is living in us richly? We become saturated with it and it shapes our lives and thoughts such that when we speak, it is the word. When we cough, we cough the word. When we sneeze, we sneeze the word. Everything about us is then about God's word. The verse says, as the word of God dwells richly in us, we are not just given wisdom as a byproduct. We are flooded with it. The word itself is wisdom. As we get richer in the word, we increase in wisdom. Wisdom is the right application of knowledge. So as we grow in God's word, we grow in our ability to know what to do at every point in time by the prompting of the Holy Spirit. The verse continues to say, Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another. The word of God is meant to be applied, not to be abandoned. I checked the meaning of applied physics, and Wikipedia said applied physics is the application of physics to solve scientific or engineering problems. Going by that definition, what do we then say? Applied word is. It is simply defined as application of God's Word by humans to teach, guide, instruct, correct, and solve all life's problems. James said, We should not be hearers only, but doers, those who apply the word they have heard. Let the Word of Christ dwell in you richly, flooding you with all wisdom, Apply the scriptures as you teach and instruct one another with the Psalms and with festive praises and the prophetic songs given to you spontaneously by the Spirit. So sing to the God of all creation with all your heart. Do you find that the songs you listen can teach you God's Word? What about the books you read? What's your favorite genre? Do you get edified when you plug in your earphones? Or is it all cursing and swearing? I'm not here to label any song as bad, but as you grow richly in the word of God, you realize some songs are not for you. Before I leave you today, what are some life lessons we can learn from this verse? Number one, the word of God in you mirrors the room you've made for it. Number two, the word is wisdom. As you grow in it, you increase in wisdom to deal with life's situations. Number three, allow God's word to teach you, even through the songs you listen. Let us pray. Dear Father, we thank you for your word which has come forth. Help us, Lord, to grow in your word. Help us to grow in hunger for your word. Help us to make room for your word. And as we do this, Lord, help us to grow in wisdom and give us the wisdom to teach, instruct one another with psalms and festive praises and prophetic songs that we receive from the Holy Spirit. Help us to sing to you with joy in our hearts. Let the blessings of your word reflect in our lives, bringing people to the knowledge of God. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to have you on the Water podcast. We will see you tomorrow by God's grace. God bless you. Bye-bye.